whatever you want to call it, there is an energy that is, is you know, in all of creation. That Welcome to The Pursuit. I'm your host, Ben Spangle. I'm excited to have you here today. At our show, we're all about helping you in the pursuit of your best body, mind, spirit, and life. Thanks for being here. Welcome back. I've got my friend Daniel O'Neill with me today. And after our time together, I know you're going to love hearing from Daniel. Just to give you a little bit of background, he's a writer, an author, a consultant. Uh, he's written uh, several books, actually, award-winning author. One is Nobody Can Take It Away From You. One is Racing Death, A Radical Pursuit, uh, actually, which I know you and I talked about when we actually met. And, and a children's book as well, The Junkyard Dog. So uh, to give you a bit of perspective too, I mean, this is a guy that's done a lot of cool things. And some of those things being he's done Ironmans, triathlons, ultramarathons, week-long cycling adventures, and a whole bunch of stuff. So this is someone that understands the physical side of things, the emotional side of things, the spiritual side of things, and got some great uh, mental strengths that we're going to talk about too. And Daniel, I don't exactly know what these mean so i can't wait to jump into these but but i know you told me a, a life force energy and real rewilding consultant so i want to hear all about that and uh, i know you help individuals and corporations really uh creating cultures and environments through certain principles you teach in the seven unmountains which we're also going to talk about too so daniel hey thanks for being here my friend hey it is really good to be here um it's pretty exciting when you hear yourself introduced that way, you know, you kind of, <laughs> you take a look at it and go, wow, uh, that, that's exciting. But yeah, um, I've, I've had a blessed life, buddy, you know, yeah. there's, uh, there's always, you know, those moments in life that, you know, challenge us. Uh, but to take those challenges and turn them into positive is something I've been blessed to do. And mm -hmm. um, yeah, I just, I keep being able to rock the things I love to do and, um, you know, to get the opportunity to share with people some of that stuff really is, uh, it, it is a gift. So thanks for having me. Yep. My pleasure, man. My pleasure. Uh, and I know too, cause you, you've done all these things now. Uh, what I found fascinating though, I always love hearing this different stories, but your background is entirely different. Your previous career anyways, very different from any of this stuff. Why don't you talk a little bit about, I guess, what led you into this space that you're in now? Yeah, so I, I spent 37 years uh, in the transit industry uh, between Edmonton and Sherwood Park. Uh, my job title was called Transit Inspector, which was a very diverse job. And uh, my main function, the, the most important function, is I'm a forensic collision investigator. Mm. So spent a lot of time investigating collisions and when when you're investigating a collision from that aspect what you're looking at is legalities that was my my sole mm -hmm. responsibility was to protect the properties and make sure that you know whatever the outcome was the the dollar value was always a factor mm -hmm. um, but i also was blessed to lead a team of people i got to build teams i got to help people on their career paths set up their um, their career paths and stuff. So it was it was a very diverse job that allowed me to um, take a lot of training, uh, get a lot of skills, and and dive into areas where I probably wouldn't have gone without you know that the broad spectrum of the job. So yeah, it was uh, it was a very very cool career, mm -hmm. and. 
when I decided that I was going to retire, I'd already figured out I was going to go into the consulting. I was going to go into that um, mm-hmm. component because I love working with people. Mm. There's, uh, there's, there's, I think it's a really cool thing as a coach or a consultant when someone will invite you into their life to achieve one of their goals, to mm. help them progress to something they're trying to attain. And, and when you get that opportunity to be invited in, uh, there, there's magic that happens. There's, you know, there's so many wonderful components of life that come to the forefront that we just get to, you know, we get to dive in. So that's exciting for me. Um, through my own personal growth, you know, playing sports, uh, going into Kung Fu, the Ironmans, the ultramarathons and everything, there's always been this component of energy. Mm. I've always really liked the whole idea and the, you know, the philosophy and the truth and the science of qi or, you know, Gijong energy. So we define it as life force energy. Mm. Uh, you know, you can call it universe, God, whatever you want to call it. There is an energy that is, is you know, in all of creation that we all share. That's right. So I've been able to dive into that and really explore that in my own life. And that's the base of what I do in my consulting because cultures and environments come from that energy. And if we have the ability to really consciously focus and intentionally look into what we want to create in our culture Mm -hmm. and environment, we're setting ourselves up for just really that pinnacle of, of being able to achieve what we're setting out to achieve. So, yeah, it, uh, it, it all just it kind of flowed, you know, like, you know, sometimes life just gives you these um, glimpses and insights that you, you catch and you go, yeah, this is this is where I'm meant to go. And you follow the, the path. And sometimes it. it gives you what you're looking for and other times it takes you to different areas. So mm. that's, um, you know, that was my career path and, and, uh, yeah, very blessed guy. Yeah. That's awesome, man. I, I'm curious, uh, on one of your books, uh, the title, uh, racing death, yeah. a radical pursuit. Can, can you expand a bit on that concept? Yeah. Um, so what I noticed through, my own, you know, my own pursuits and stuff is I met a lot of people that, and this, this will sound judgmental and it's not meant to be judgmental, but there was a lot of people that weren't alive. You know, they were, they're, they're living life, but they're not alive. They're, they're living dead. They're not, um, in, in good spaces with their own, you know, mental well-being. They're, you know, spiritual, physical, and they're just, they're not even showing up in life. They're just, they're plodding along. And I thought it's really sad when people are, you know, in this, this space where they believe that that's their only, you know, their only option. It's their only, um, means of, of being alive. And I'm kind of, um, I've always been a little bit of a person that pushes the, the boundaries that, you know, likes to say, Hey, why, why are we doing it this way? Why is something set up this way? Is there a better way of doing it? Um, so the racing death concept is that 
when we're when we're fully alive, when we are engaged in our life, when we are saying, you know what, I'm I'm going to try this. I don't know the path. I don't know exactly how I'm going to get there. I'm going to I'm going to take that leap of faith. We're we're living a life where we're racing that death that I call it the status quo living where mm. there's this belief that if we just follow the status quo, everything will be all right. We'll, right. You know, we'll, we'll get to where we're going. And, and a lot of times it can, but I met a lot of unhappy people that were following the status quo and they didn't know what the process was to shift that energy. So yeah, racing, racing death is basically a, a, a metaphor for, you know, find your path, create your path, really, really do that inner work where you go to places sometimes we don't want to go, uh, you know, get into the shadow, look at, you know, um, what we call mistakes or failures and, and say, well, were they really or were they, you know, learning an opportunity, uh, you know, growth opportunities? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, racing death was just kind of that metaphor for I'm not going to live a life where I'm dying. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to, you know, we're all going to get to that point where our body's going to time out. Right. That's, mm-hmm. that's an inevitability. Mm-hmm. But do we focus on that or do we do we choose to say that in this lifetime I have the ability to create so many living experiences mm-hmm. that will, you know, set up, you know, my legacy for the people that follow me. And then, so yeah, it's uh, racing death, a radical pursuit. And um, I've always loved to look at the etymology of words, like where do they come from? And mm-hmm. ra- radical is kind of a word I think we look at in society as, well, it's not really something you want to be. You know, a radical can be a, a negative um, Sure definition a negative uh, perspective Mm -hmm. but when you go to the latin root of the word it it means to go back to the root of Hmm. and that that for me was a huge shift when when i learned to go to the root of who daniel is Mm. you know take away all that conditioning take away all of the things that i had to be um that i thought i had to be Mm -hmm. and when i got to the root of Daniel, I saw, I saw myself in a very different light and I saw that, you know what, there's, there's so many things that I can do outside of that status quo living that, you know, they, they, they made my heart shine. They made my soul shine. So Mm. jumping in and and taking that leap of faith and just going, you know what, there's, there's a perspective, there's a side of each of us that if we're willing to kind of get a little bit radical and, Mm -hmm. and, you know, race death, like don't, don't just accept that, you know, mm-hmm. maybe you think you're a certain way. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we're conditioned very often in, in early life to believe certain things about us by well-meaning people that, that want us to succeed. Mm-hmm. They're kind of, they're coming from their perspective, right? Mm-hmm. So when I, when I started to get radical and, and race death, yeah, I, um, I, it, it changed, it changed the energy of my whole world. Beautiful. You know, I think as you talk about um, the status quo and how, you know, many people are living that I, you mentioned that some people can get what they want. I, my, I don't think you're ever going to be happy following the status quo. And ultimately the reason being is that in that 
environment, you're letting other people and or cultures think for you, right? You talk a lot about conditioning, but you're not, that's not living to me. I mean, that's just being unconscious in your life and exactly going that's through a, the motions. Yeah. That's, that's a perfect way to put it, right? Like being unconscious and, mm. um, you know, we are, we're conditioned to oh, be for sure. We're, we're, we're at, we're expected almost in, in yeah. a way, right. You know, yeah. um, and, and to, to have that awakening, you know, mm -hmm. to have that, to have that experience where you, you understand that mm. and, and you give yourself, you know, you, you give yourself peace around who you've been, right. Mm. Mm. Like we're, we're, we're always in a process. That's what I found. We're always yes. in a process of, yes. you know, growth or we're in a process of, of Stacy's and and those things can be really good too. One of the one of the hardest things to learn as an athlete I found was that you know recovery is training, mm. rest, mm -hmm. yeah, absolutely. And and it's the same it's the same with our lives, right? Like yeah. sometimes we go through seasons where yeah, you know maybe we're not uh, accomplishing everything we had hoped for. Maybe we're yeah. not able to you know fully invest into you know that goal or dream because yeah. we have other responsibilities yeah but that can be a real powerful time too right that can be a right. real um learning experience so yeah there th that that ability to say hey you know what um i'm i'm right here right now mm. what can i do and and i learned I learned uh, that there's a huge difference between taking action and inspired action. Mm, big time. Yeah. yeah. You know, when you, when you're inspired, when you're mm -hmm. in that form of action, mm -hmm. you're really, you know, you're really taking that life force energy and you're moving it and you're, you're yeah. creating from it. Yeah. And we, we can't always be in that space, right? Like, right. There's, there's, there's so much, energy right. that we've got in a day yeah. there's so much energy that we can focus on things so yeah learning to you know hold yourself to and and allow yourself to just rest and not yeah. always have to be go 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 right that's you yeah. know we're not all david goggins right that's <laughs> right yeah exactly that's yeah. for sure but yeah no I, I love the way you explained it that was that really that nailed it you know that status yeah. quo thinking I think what you're talking about as an athlete for yourself and many people listening are, uh, and many aren't. Um, but that concept though, is that recovery is training and just as important. One of the things, a lot of the work I do is I work one-on-one -on -one with primarily entrepreneurs and executives. And obviously the, a lot of these people are very successful mm -hmm. in their career wise and financially. And, um, that concept, I think if we think from an athletic standpoint of we train hard and we recover, and I know this is a big part of your message, I find a lot of business people and a lot of leaders is that because they're so focused on creating career and financial success, they neglect a lot of what you've talked about already, the things that really light their heart up, light their soul up, that bring them joy. And to me, that balancing of energy is that if we're too heavy on, you know, if you just train too much, your body's going to shut down, right? It's not going to work too well. Yeah. If all you do is recover, I mean, it's going to get weak in atrophy, exactly. right? Yeah. 
And and the same thing in our business life and our professional life. And many, just so you know, most of our listeners are entrepreneurial type, you know, professional type people. Yeah. As and I know this is a big part of your message. I remember that talk we had the first day I met you. Is uh, you know finding some more of those things in your life that can bring joy to your life that you truly enjoy. I guess that radical getting back to the roots. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing. And then. You know, you know, what's really cool about that is, is that, you know, I think I'm 60 years old, so I've, I've learned to um, unbecome mm. so much of what I thought I had to be mm. to become what I truly want to be. Can you, can I interrupt? Can you give me an example? Can you give us yeah. an example of what you mean by that? Um, so even um, like growing up playing sports, I, I played football to a pretty high level. Okay. And there's, there's kind of a mentality that goes with that. You, you build a character, you build a persona around that. Sure. And then you, you carry it forward and, you know, you've heard like the glory days, right? Like sure. you know, people sitting around talking about yeah. the glory days. Well, yeah. you know, that was, that was like 35 years ago. Yeah. You know, are there aspects of that that I brought forward that have helped me to, you know, write books and stuff. Sure there is. Right. But I could have got really caught up in that mentality and that state of being and not moved out of it. Mm. So I learned to take the small components of that person and carry it forward. Okay. When, when I left my career after 37 years, Mm -hmm. same thing. Did I want to take everything I was as that you know, as that segment of my life and bring it forward. No, I, I didn't. Right. Sure. So you, you take the things that really resonate with where you want to go, mm-hmm. that culture and that environment that you want to create. Mm-hmm. So there, yeah, there's, and, and, you know, like looking back at my career as a young man, um, there were a lot of ego, you know, sure. a lot of ego involved and, and building through ego. And then as you get, you know, you progress and I, and I got older, I learned to be more of a mentor. Mm. So you, you deconstruct those things. It's a great word. Yeah. And, and it, it's such a beautiful thing to, to look back over your time and, 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 you know, segments of your life and be able to, you know, deconstruct that. And, and even those, those things that, you know, I didn't bring along with me, mm-hmm. I still love them. You know, they mm-hmm. were a part of who I am. Mm. But to serve the, the higher purpose of what I want to accomplish, of, of mm-hmm. what I want to help people accomplish, you know, mm-hmm. uh, was to, was to unbecome those things so I could become mm-hmm. the full expression mm-hmm. of, of where I'm going. And, you know, when, you, when you're talking about the, the entrepreneurs and the, the people that you work with, mm-hmm. um, one of the saddest things I saw in, in my career was high-level leaders mm-hmm. that couldn't bring their passion, that couldn't bring those, you know, things that might seem like they might not fit into the workplace. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't bring those things in. Mm-hmm. So they, they were trying to create a culture from, you know, the the way things are, the status quo, right? A business mm-hmm. is supposed to run this way. You've got mm-hmm. A, B, C, D, right? Mm-hmm. And and so many leaders can get caught up in in that component of their job, which is important. 
right? Mm -hmm. We've got structure. We've got that. We need that. But where's the fire? Mm. You know, where where's that passion where you can come in and say, you know, I'm I'm you know CEO of this business, mm -hmm. but I'm also you know I'm I'm Daniel, and this is who I am. You know, mm. I run and I ride and I I love to you know have conversations with people. I love to volunteer. We we as a society we are still learning to unbecome that separating those silos right mm. so when you were talking about your entrepreneurs and those those people that you work with if they can if they can understand how to bring that passion of who they are in those other areas into that culture and environment they're trying to create mm -hmm. you know what it shows their employees you know what it shows their people mm. wow i really this is a real person this this, this right. is a person who is is being authentic right who is being true yeah what they really live yeah so when they stand up at a podium or when they they bring out a new policy or something it's not just this this piece of of paper that we're supposed to follow mm -hmm. it comes from that space of this is this is i'm passionate about this this is what i believe in right and I think, you know, you, you probably see that in, in different areas with different people, right? That, you know, as they're progressing and that's, that's the beautiful thing. Like I say, I go back to, we're always in the process, right? Mm -hmm. and, and the process is for me, what I've come to see when you're creating that culture and environment is to be the highest expression of yourself mm. so that when you are you know, leading those people, mm -hmm. they're, they're seeing reality. They're not seeing a, a fake construct of what you think mm. a leader needs to be, right? And, um, you know, that, that can be the good, the bad, the ugly, the, the snotty, the messy, you know? Mm -hmm. we, we, we tend to put leaders on these pedestals and, and not expect them to make mistakes or, or to fail, but... Yeah. If they're not making mistakes and failing, well, they're not learning and growing either, right? So how is for sure? Yeah. How is the company or what their what their leadership style? How is it going to grow? Yeah. If if they're not, you know, willing at times to do that, and that that can be a really challenging thing for people, right? Well, I think so much of it is is it takes a lot of courage to. It's funny that this is how our society is, but to actually be authentic takes mm -hmm. a lot of courage because we are going against the status quo, you yeah. know? Yeah. And so much of what we're doing evolutionary, as you know, I mean, it's part of how we've been uh, genetically programmed and environmentally programmed is to fit in yes. for, you know, not to be ostracized by the herd. Yes. Um, but that comes at a major cost, you know, huge and, cost. Huge and, cost, right? When you, yeah. when you're, when your objective is to fit in, Mm -hmm. you're you're willing you know you're willing to become things that might not align with who you truly are yeah. Right? yeah you're and and when you're willing to do that it's it can be it can have such an impact on so many areas of your life right 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 um and that's that's where i go back to that unbecoming mm -hmm. unbecoming those things and and you said it conscious right like mm to be conscious to, to my, I have a morning practice that I do. 
Mm-hmm. Um, there's a there's a set of exercises called the five Tibetan rites. And okay. They take 12 minutes to do. Okay. So every morning, without fail, this is a non-negotiable in my life. Mm-hmm. I, I get up, and the mm-hmm. first thing I do is is the five Tibetan rites. It sets my energy up. So as a mm-hmm. life force energy coach, consultant, mm-hmm. I want to set my energy up to start the day. That, mm-hmm. That's a, a conscious choice, right? Um, when when we're able to consciously create something mm-hmm. first thing in the morning when we get up mm-hmm. and we, we take control of that energy, because that's what it is. We're controlling it. We're, mm-hmm. you know, control can be a negative word, but for ourselves, we want to control Got to control the flow. Right? Yeah. yeah. We, we want to get into that flow. Yeah. In, in a, you know, we want to jump in the river where we want to jump in, not where right. you know, maybe we've got a whole bunch of stuff that day that we're not looking forward to. Mm-hmm. So if we wake up and we're in a space where we go there automatically, yeah, we're unconscious, right? Yeah. We're, we're unconsciously yeah. giving our energy away to those things. Yeah. So to have that conscious ability to get up first thing in the morning and and set your energy, you're you're creating a foundation, right? Like energy is everything. Matter is is everything. Yep. So when you when you make that determination and it's it's self love. Like that was the thing I learned. I had to learn to love myself mm. in order to give myself you you use the word courage. Mm. to step outside of the status quo mm. and, and, you know, become that person that I wanted to be. And that, that first 12 minutes of the morning is, mm-hmm. is what I want to do. You know, I don't even, I, I, I don't even allow my mind the opportunity to negotiate. Mm-hmm. The mind wants to negotiate, you know, all it's the, like all, all the time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just lay here five more minutes. That's you know? right. Just yeah. five more minutes or I'll pick up my phone and I'll, you know, like five yeah. reels. I'm just going to look at five reels. And, yeah. you know, the when you create a habit, when you create an intentional habit, mm-hmm. um, it's amazing how much power that gives you. Yeah. You know, like that personal sovereignty to just say this, this is this. Is, I'm this is non-negotiable. Um, and I've got a, I've got a, a friend, uh, I got him into it and he's got young kids. They get up and do it together. No way. And it's like, I I love it because he's, he's, you know, he's teaching his, his kids, first Mm. of all, movement, Mm. he's modeling it, Mm. but he's teaching them that, you know what, this is, this is how you set up the foundation for your day. So yeah, it's powerful, and and you know, um, it, you know, I, I've done Ironmans, I've done all, all you know ultra marathons and stuff, and mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people think that movement has to be this this radical thing, right? Like if you're watching the David Goggins, if you're watching sure. those guys, those those guys are next level. It's cool, right? But your movement doesn't have to be this this radical, <laughs> you know, intense stuff get up mm-hmm. and go for a walk, get up mm-hmm. and, you know, just some light calisthenics and stuff. But it, it really, it, it can define your day in a way what, that will allow you to move into anything you face that day with, with 
that power based I can do this mentality. You know, I, I got to tell you on, on the topic of movement, uh, when I met you, this wasn't happening in my life. Uh, but what I had been doing was I'd been doing weight training one or two days a week the last couple of years. And, you know, we'd go for walks, stuff like that, which has been wonderful. Um, but probably about a month ago, I, uh, due to signing up for a Spartan race, actually, but I decided to start running, which, nice. you know, I'm 37, never been a runner in my life. And uh, the first couple of weeks, I was like, man, this sucks. Why would anybody run? I feel, you know, <laughs> and then uh, yeah, I learned a little bit about pacing, which I didn't know. And, you know, so I'm just gassing myself. But anyways, to make a long story short, I my run started at, you know, I'm doing like a kilometer and a half, nothing. Right. And then to two and then three and a half. The other day I did four and a half. So it'll be at five. And I have to share with you. I know, you know, because you, you live it. And I'm sure many people, you know, are like it. But in this month, my life has changed. Nice. I, I, I'm literally, I look forward to going for a run now. Yeah. And it's such a great thing. So to your point, my whole point I'm making, I'm not doing any crazy runs. Nothing's long here. Nothing's big. Yeah. And it, in a short window, it's changed the way I feel. I'm making better choices in other areas of my life. I mean, it's, it's been amazing. It's is isn't it interesting? And you know what? Um, hey, you know what? First first little bit, a kilometer and a half, that's huge, dude. That's mm. huge. It really is. Like, you know, um, sometimes we quantify our efforts by comparing them to other efforts, right? Right. Right. So you know, I'll have people say, "Oh, you know, I'm I'm I, I just did a, a an Olympic marathon." Mm-hmm. just did so you know 1.5 kilometer swim 40 kilometer um, bike ride and 10 kilometer run mm-hmm. you know oh I, I i just did that no that's badass that's mm-hmm. that's amazing right that is mm-hmm. you did that right um you know i just started off my my runs were a kilometer sure that's fantastic that is amazing that that's is a good point it is yeah. epic yeah. It, it is epic because if, if you had stopped, you know, it, that one kilometer, if you let that be something, because, I mean, you're a successful guy. You've done you've done amazing things, right? Mm. If if you looked at that one kilometer and went, oh, man, you know, and you quit, you wouldn't have seen the 30 days later where right. you're at now. Right. right? Um, and, and word science is huge. I, I use the term word science. Picking our, our narrative, picking our yes. vocabulary. Yeah. Um, so, you know, and, and it's unconscious and this isn't, you know, this isn't to, you know, focus on you. Mm. But we do that often. Oh, I just, you know, yeah, I just I, I did it right there. Yeah. 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 Let's let's celebrate. Let's yeah. celebrate that. Right. That one kilometer. And that that's what I love. Like um, there was a. a woman's only triathlon here in uh, Drumheller in June. And so it's a try a try and, and a sprint. And a lot of these, these women, it was their first triathlon, you know, Mm. swimming was a challenge and, and I volunteered and I got to tell you, dude, like the, the amount of inspiration I got from, you know, just being able to be in that space where these women were, stepping up and and doing this 
Mm. That's those, those are the heroes, you know, mm. um, at, at an Ironman, the, the most celebrated person is always the last person to cross the finish line. Mm. That's, that's one of the biggest moments at an Ironman triathlon. Cause it's cool. It's such a, an epic thing to see someone that's gone out there and, you know, spent 17 hours or, you know, close to 17 hours and they cross that finish line. And it's, um, in right. that community, it's, it's a very big thing. And, and I think that, you know, it's an important, it, 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 what you, you talked about for yourself is a very important thing for people to, to understand is, is that we all have to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know? Totally. We're yeah. all, um, one of my favorite sayings, um, I'll never be able to say, say his name right. He's a Zen master, but uh, yeah. the saying um, is, in the beginner's mind, there are many possibilities. Mm. In the expert's mind, there are few. Mm. Mm. And I've always tried to show up as a beginner. Yes, yeah, a great. No matter what I'm doing, like if I've, you know, if I'm going into an Ironman, I want to show up as a beginner in that training. Mm-hmm. I'll take the knowledge mm-hmm. that I have of what I need to do, but I want to be a beginner in everything. And I think when we, you know, as experts and, and leaders, when we can get around beginners, mm-hmm. that's a great thing. When we can mm-hmm. get around people that are just starting out on a journey or something, you know, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. a great thing because that energy it's contagious. It is, yeah. We'll eat it up, and yeah. um, and I, I think I'll, I'll I'll jump into cellular level um, belief. Hmm. I, I'm I'm a very big believer that we can we can talk to ourselves. So I meditate sure. and and yeah. through movement. Yeah. Um, at a cellular level, we can change. We can yeah. consciously create that, right? Yeah. Um, Cool. I want to hear how your Spartan race goes. Tell, you know, when, when you've done it, message me because um, those things are amazing. You know, uh, I've never done one. I've, yeah. I've looked at them, you know, yeah. there's all sorts of levels. But again, what a, what a cool concept to get people moving, to get people yeah. believing in themselves. And uh, yeah. as it uh, Joe Des, Desena. I've read his books. Dispenza, yeah. Dispenza, yeah. yeah. Um, I've, I've read his books, and and they're they're next level, right? Yeah. Um, but you know, you, you changed yourself at a cellular level by saying, "Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna start totally. running." Yeah. Right. And 100%. running is kind of weird, you know. <laughs> like it's <laughs> it's kind of a weird thing to put on, you know, shoes and clothes and and go out and run. Mm-hmm. You know, just for the sake of running, you're not running away from anything, right? You know, which we're hardwired for, right? Um, but when you when you make that that conscious choice mm-hmm. to to say, okay, I'm going to stick with this, mm-hmm. and and I'll bet you there was days that you were putting your shoes on and you didn't want to do it, mm-hmm. you, mm-hmm. you didn't want to go out there, you know, mm-hmm. but you stuck with it. So, you know, making that commitment to yourself, you know, is is that is that racing death, right? It, yeah. it's, that, it's that radical pursuit to say, you know what? Yeah. <clears throat> I've, I've said, I'm going to do this. Right. And that's, that's self love, right? Like when, when you, when you make that commitment to yourself and you can, you can see results at a cellular level, mm-hmm. 
you know? And then isn't it kind of interesting how all of a sudden your thoughts start to think about how you're change, you're going to change things in oh, other yeah. areas of your life? Absolutely. Yeah. All, all positive change impacts other stuff for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's so cool. And it, and it, it just kind of falls in line, doesn't it? It, yeah. you know, it, it, it's, it's that building of that life force energy. Yeah. Um, and I'll, I'll, I'll go to the rewilding um, yes. aspect of it. So um, it sounds really cool, by the way. Yeah, it, <laughs> it, it, it totally is. Um, uh, and it's not a concept that I came up with, but I've, okay. I've developed my own um, my own sense of what it is. Sure. So rewilding is the process of using our nature and the nature of the world mm. to re re-engage mm. and reignite our primal and savage energies. Mm. Okay. And now I'll speak to this this for men mm -hmm. um, in a sense because I work more with men, mm -hmm. but this this is the it works the same for women too. Mm -hmm. We're we're primal beings. Mm. We are savages. Mm. And we've learned to be um, compliant, which is good. We don't want to walk around and, and be all primal and savage all the time. Yeah. But with the status quo, we have lost so much of that primal nature mm. that, that makes us want to go out and run, mm. you know, that makes us want to jump into cold, icy mm -hmm. water. Mm -hmm. um, that makes us want to sign up for a, a Spartan race. Mm -hmm. um, going back to the racing death thing, I know a lot of men who are incredibly successful. Mm -hmm. you know, they've, they've got everything that they thought they wanted, mm -hmm. you know, that the world says would you know, even increase their success. Mm -hmm. But they get to a certain age and they feel empty. Mm -hmm. They feel lost because this stuff isn't meeting that primal, primal nature, right? Right. So unfortunately, you know, you know, marriages end for all the wrong reasons mm. in a lot of cases because, you know, and, and, and I'm not just going to point at men, but as a, as a male, I can, I can look at this a little bit better, right? Mm. When we're able to get into that primal energy and that, that savage energy and do things like uh, a Spartan race or go to the gym, you know, um, get up in the morning and set the intention to walk a kilometer. Mm -hmm. Now we're in the primal. Mm -hmm. Now, now we are going to that space as, as a, as a man where we are saying mm -hmm. I'm sovereign, mm -hmm. right? We're, we're taking, we're taking ourselves out of that status quo thinking. We're taking ourselves out of that, you know, that puzzle that's so easy to put together, mm -hmm. but doesn't, it doesn't ignite in us the love, the passion, the, the ability to really live life in a way that we design it. So, mm. um, yeah, it, it's, it's a cool thing when you can, when you can get into rewilding and, um, I've got a big elm tree that I go out every day and I hug, mm -hmm. I hug my elm tree because there's an exchange of energy. 
mm-hmm. um, you know, barefoot in the grass, all, yeah. all this stuff that, you know, there's, there's a million people talking about it. It's not something that, Oh, a hundred percent, man. You know, I'm, I'm not the, the groundbreaker here, Yeah. but it really works. It, you know? it totally works. Yeah. Yeah. And, I'm, and, go ahead. And it, and it, it, you know, it can save so many, um, relationships. Um, it can take, it can take those CEOs and, and those executives to the next level mm. of their leadership mm. um, because this is inherently who they are, mm. right? You know, um, people don't just rise to um, levels that they're at just by chance. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a drive inside of them that is, that is primal, that is pushing them to that. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it's 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 a very cool thing to to just kind of let yourself let yourself go, let that yes. let that wild side of yourself come out. And it's not about you know the going out and drinking and all that stuff. It's just about getting back into nature. Um, yeah, uh, I'll, I'll never remember the Japanese term, but they they have a a, a practice called forced bathing. Oh where, yeah. yeah. You know, you, you just go out into nature and, and it, I, I can tell you it, it works. You yeah. Know, it really works. Yeah. I'm uh we haven't talked about this before, but I'm, I have to tell you, I'm, I'm so, I never have heard the term rewild rewilding, but I'm so big on that stuff. And I think for anyone watching and or listening is that as Daniel talks about it, um, I mean, the science is there to back all this stuff too. That's the amazing part. I mean, obviously, for thousands and thousands of years as a species and both spiritually, I mean, this is stuff that's not new information. Now we have so much science that tells us, yes, what's happening, whether it's forest bathing, whether it's grounding, whether it's, you know, jumping into some ice cold water. I mean, all yeah. these amazing, you know, getting sunlight, you know, I'm obviously a redheaded guy yeah. and pretty fair skinned. And I have to tell you, I used to be afraid of the sun because of all this stuff I had heard, all this shit I had heard about, you know, you got to be really careful and all that. And, and I'm still mindful. Don't get me wrong. But when I changed my belief, Daniel, when I changed my belief about um, the sun, where I was so afraid of it, and guess what? I would get burned quite easily. Now, every day I spend time in the sun. Nice. And very rarely, I'd be lying if it said it never happens, but very rarely do I ever get burned. Now, I'm smart about it still. I got to, you know. Yeah. And, but it's so many of these little practices. Yeah. Getting sunlight. When I walk in the, in the forest, I'm always touching the trees. I'll walk by and just... So I love it. Yeah. I hundred percent relate to what you're talking about. Well, and you know what? Like there's, there's, there's so much beauty in what you just said because, mm. you know, and, and I'm just going to paraphrase, mm. you know, redheaded, mm-hmm. fair skinned, mm-hmm. had been told, be careful, mm-hmm. you know, almost conditioned, right? Yeah, oh, for sure. Conditioned, you know, and again, let's, let's always be smart, right? Like that, that's, one of the things we have an ego for is because it keeps us safe, right? right? The ego will keep us from going to the edge of a cliff and stepping off because totally we're going to get hurt. Yeah. But the ego will also create unnecessary boundaries Mm -hmm. because of what it's told constantly. That's right. Right. So you make a conscious choice. It's like, you know, I, I, I don't know if you follow Andrew, Andrew Huberman, yeah. Um, you know, he's talks about it, right? Like go out and stare at the sun without, yeah. without glasses. Right. Yeah. What? 
crazy. Are you, well, we've been told never stare at the sun. Like that's the worst thing you can do in the world, right? Hmm. I go out every morning and I, I stare at the sun hmm. for five minutes hmm. because that sunlight, the science is showing as, as, you know, organisms, we need that. Yeah. And it, it fuels us and it creates yeah. health, right? Yeah. So you make this conscious choice to go out and do this. And, and I could see it as you were talking about it. It shifted you as an individual. Mm. It shifted mm. your life, right? Mm -hmm. And that's, that's the amazing thing. And that's what rewilding is. It's mm. about, you know what? So you, you like to go out in the sunlight. Mm -hmm. Someone else might find that it's, it's water. First thing in the morning, getting, right. into, getting into water. There's a, right. there's a cool thing called blue mind therapy. Mm. And it, it talks about the power for us as, as humans to be in, on, or around water. Mm. So we're born from water, right? We're in the, our mother's mm -hmm. womb. It, it's water. So there's mm -hmm. that comfort. Mm -hmm. there, you know, this, this world of science mm -hmm. <laughs> is so expansive. Mm -hmm. the, the, we live in such a great time mm -hmm. with all of this science that is showing ways we can be healthy through movement, through the environment and stuff. And I always encourage people, find what works for you, right? right. You know, right. like I'll, I'll try everything I can, you right. know, and I'll be like, no, I didn't. I don't get it. It's not mm -hmm. going to work for me, mm -hmm. but I'll have tried it. So, you know, and it, it's like, it, it's like you know, being a leader or everything, mm -hmm. you know, find your style, try new things. You know, mm -hmm. we, we create those boundaries around our ego mm -hmm. that keep us kind of on that path, right? Where we're, we're not racing death. We're right. Right. We're, we're stuck in that status quo. This has always worked, you know, what well, worked for so-and-so, you know, so I'm going to do it because if it worked for so-and-so, yeah. I'm going to be able to do it. Right. Well, sometimes that can just be a recipe for it's going to suck. It's, it's not going to work. Totally. And I think the opposite, too, is that we'll hear things like, oh, that didn't work for me. So then people will not do these things yes. where you just go try. Right. You know, yeah. um, Daniel, I want to I, I think we could probably you and I could probably talk for days. So I'm excited when we hang out again next time. Yeah. Whenever, whenever that is. Uh, but yeah. I want to make sure people know where to find you, how they can connect with you just as we wrap up here. So maybe tell us a little bit about the best places to connect with you, find you. Yeah. So got a website, Daniel O'Neill Consulting. Uh, O'Neill is spelled O-N-E-I-L-L. -L. So it's just Daniel O'Neill Consulting. You can get a hold of me through that. Um, Facebook, Daniel O'Neill Consulting. Uh, Instagram, Daniel O'Neill Consulting. So that's that's where I am. It's it's pretty straightforward. Very um, yeah, and and uh, you know um, I love connecting with people. So if if anybody wants to even just chat about this, what they hear on here, you know what? Reach out. Like it's it. I'm an open book. If you uh, if, if something resonated with you, um, let's let's chat because that's. Uh, that's how we get better. That's, that's a part of that, that primal energy of just going after life and, and living the, the highest expression of who you are. I love it, man. I love it. Well, I'm so grateful we met the day that we did. And right? uh, I know we had that immediate connection um, far beyond just our words. So thank you for taking the time today and sharing with everybody. And, and I'm looking forward to seeing you soon as well. Yeah. So 
yeah, thank you so much for having me and uh, everyone have, uh, have a great day. It's, uh, life is worth living. Get out there and do it. That's right. All right. We'll see you soon, everyone.